Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Today's the 26th of August 2021. It's Thursday. It's been a good day. It's been hot as uh, fucking hairy nutsack. Today. But I, I wouldn't know that. I've been inside. I got my new window mask on. It's got that freaking plexiglass shield that is fog proof. It's a hit. I love it. I can express myself. So there's that objection about, you know, it's stifling me. It's, you know, I can't express myself. You can't see my face. You don't know who you're talking to. Now you can at least see my lips moving a little bit. So for people who are hearing impaired, for people that are just needle verbal cue, little little uh, visual cue rather, when they're verbalizing, I think it's it's great. <clears throat> it's not an N95 mask, which is supposedly the best. It's got to have a strategic fit and all that. But I listen. I got to do what I got to fucking do. I got to work with people. I got to be able to stand all this stuff. I got to express myself to people. Got a couple jokes for you today. Let me just come out with that. That's important before we get serious, right? So. <clears throat> Okay, so the first joke is as follows. Hey, I don't know if you, uh, you know, prices are rising all over now, everything, all this inflation. You know that uh, an apple pie in Jamaica is, a slice of apple pie in Jamaica is $5. In the Cayman Islands is $10. And uh, these are the pie rates of the Caribbean. Get it? Pie rates... Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. <clears throat> Next one, you say, oh my God. Well, you wouldn't believe the last patient came in, my friend. Uh, eat five, count them, five cans of alphabet soup. And said, you know, doc, the patient wonders why they got a rumbly in their tumbling. I said, listen, you can expect a pretty sizable vowel movement later vowel movement. Get it? It's pretty good. I cut those loose on some people today. They're pretty good. Worked well. Use them. Put them to good use. Oh, that's fucking stupid, man. Listen. Makes me think. There's some people that didn't get them. They didn't get the, the, the pirates of the Caribbean. They didn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. They're like, oh, yeah? Fucking pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Please. <clears throat> so anyway, that's I did that. Um, it was a pretty good day, you know. We're very busy, helped a bunch of people, put some smiles on faces and fire into the asses of the masses. I got some friends who are, and myself are recommitted to physical exercise. We know that it does us both physically and mentally um, a great deal of benefit. Uh, had some more conversations about... <clears throat> the uh, the beehive model, Doctor Drill's beehive model of I'm going to pull it up right now. Doctor Drill's beehive model of society. Ready? So here it is. I'm honored and sometimes troubled to find my finger on the pulse of people, their motivations, their emotions, what have you. I give a shit. When I said DDIP is about you and me, 
I genuinely meant that. If you trained with us over the years, or were otherwise ever a part of something meaningful in your life, you understand fully what I'm talking about. There are lots of folks coming into headquarters these days, that's my office, DDIPers and otherwise. It is our job to alleviate pain and balance people out, and we do that well. But in addition, we do our best to listen, make people laugh, help them understand shit. So this was my message, okay, and it was something that I chose to write. There's sometimes when I feel so compelled to express myself, uh, particularly in writing. There's times when I just have an idea or I have a message that I think will be well-received that is passionate. And I was, I was almost in tears last night coming home. Again, the day was long. I, was, I had been full of helping people and I also drained of some of those resources just in the course of doing my work. Just like everybody is tired at the end of a long uh, work day. All right? It takes energy. It takes effort. It takes care. It takes love to help people, to put yourself out there. You're giving them something, using a strength to, to help somebody overcome a relative weakness. Right? I'm using my physical body to leverage people into place, to move you know, things the way that they're supposed to move to balance things back in position, to take tight muscles and make them loose. You know, it takes effort to loosen a tight muscle, right? It takes some coaxing. So I'm tired and I'm, I'm feeling emotional. I had a conversation with a guy. I shared with you that this gentleman is 55 years old and has had some hard luck over the past couple of years on top of the pandemic, on top of the um, people being just 
at each other's throats. He's been very um, paranoid about things, I feel. I think think he'd agree with me. Um, Distrustful. Said he doesn't trust family. Said he doesn't, you know, he's, he's, he's having some struggles. And he feels that physical exercise, like getting, uh, focusing on his health, uh, getting some exercise, and it's going to make him feel good, make him feel strong and capable. And I agree, man, because it does that for me. So I felt, I told you that, you know, even though I'm not a trainer anymore, I couldn't say no to the guy, and I wouldn't say no. You want your, you want me to help you? You identify me as somebody who's going to be there to serve, you know, serve you, and 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 you know that I can help you. I would never walk away from you. I'd never walk away from somebody, uh, a citizen in need, regardless of you know the circumstances. I can't do it, and I wouldn't do it. When I think about those, you know, all these things that I've been talking about, you know, uh, the beehive being riled up and being <clears throat> all the bees, you know, all freaking feverish and, hey, what's going on? Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, we're getting poked from every side. Hey, what's going on over there? I got a freaking virus out there. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? We got colony collapse disorder. Oh, shit. We got to do that. You know, our stingers starting to fucking become erect. We're going to. We're gonna freaking fight back! Oh my God! You, don't bump into me! Where you? Hey, who are you doing? That? What'd you call me? All of a sudden, the buzzing becomes feverish, and all the friction from wings flapping, you know, however many freaking flaps per minute, and all that energy of buzzing around, and the little all the little fuzziness of these bees is generating heat, and it just it becomes fucking hot in there. It's like, oh my God! You know how Rodney Dangerfield used to say, "Oh, hey, it's a tough room." And he tried to loosen his collar. That's what those bees do. Oh my God! Hey, you see my wife? Hey, she said I'm a piece of shit. Oh, no respect, no respect. So I can pull at your collar, give yourself a little circulation, cool down a little bit. Hey, is it hot in here? <laughs> that's what the bees are doing. So they're all fucked up, and that's what our society's doing right now. So now. You can feel that it's going on out there, and I wasn't, I wasn't wrong. But I was so passionate and so tired and so frustrated like everybody else is. You know, a friend, good friend said he listened to my podcast and said that over the last four or so episodes, you could tell that I'm really, I'm really uptight about it. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't think about this shit in my sleep. I'm not, I don't lose sleep about these ubiquitous problems. Um, I, move, I go on. I keep doing everything I need to do, take care of my responsibilities, but I, they're talking points, they're important issues of our time, and I feel like we need to try to sort them out, and if somebody needs to be, like, level-headed and, like, reasonable about shit, the middleman, right, um, so, I don't like to hear, even though I like to entertain folks, um, I don't like to hear that my podcasting has been fiery or up in arms. I, I, I'm trying to be the antithesis of what the problems that I see in the world. I'm trying to help people. You know, I don't want to be angry and frustrated, but these are things that certainly will make one angry and will frustrate you. 
So it's hard. And a lot of times I'm talking at the end of a long day, right? Um, So the emotions just come out. So I apologize if any of you are offended or upset or anything. I'm fine, though. Um, Something that's going on right now that I saw, you know, in my browser is that, uh, you know, Afghanistan. Still trying to load people on these planes, get them out of there. Americans, allies, all that shit. And there's different gates at the airport. And ISIS took uh, responsibility for blowing up a, you know, whatever. Suicide bombers or whatever. And sounds like 11 Marines died in this. And who knows how many citizens, etc., etc., This is the problem, my friends. You know, this is where... Like, I had another friend just text me before and said, you could be a mediator. What type of mediator are we talking about? Like, I'm flattered because that means that I... I truly am the type of person who cares enough and sees both sides of an argument so as to try to solve things without bloodshed, without undue hardship, without flaming the nest, you know, without without fucking up our hive, our home. Like, we need to be able to work together to overcome these problems. We can't become part of the problem. So I'm flattered. Uh, We're talking about a mediator in terms of, like, settling disputes, like a marital mediator. Uh, I think I got some advice to give, maybe. You know, at least people trying to like, yeah, hey, let's find a happy medium. What do you think about this? Could I be a good negotiator? Sure. I mean, I, I, I'm not without my emotions and stuff like that, but I, I think that I give me some time and, uh, you know, I think I could be a meteor. So I'm honored at that recommendation or that label. But here's the problem is when things get tense like this and you feel the inflammation in society, and there's something, there's all kinds of shit going on like this with, like, with uh, Afghanistan. And now there's a road, or a suicide bomber or whatever. And a dozen Marines fucking die. Gloves are off, my friends. You know, that's when I become unreasonable. That's when, you know, American forces, American military, American politicians as fucked up as they can be and without um, focus or um, loyalty or ethics or morals they sometimes seem to be politicians I mean they will it will be a solitary focus now like yes we want to get people out of there but there's going to be some people going to going to die. They're going to be Taliban, mostly, and there's going to be some collateral damage, I'm sure, so that some of the citizenry is going to find themselves in the way, in the path of American military might, which is substantial. Like, we can and will destroy every one of these people. We might not be able to kill 
an idea about a caliphate or whatever. It seems like the more bullets that you send out or the more bombs that you drop, the stronger these, these missions become. You can't kill ideas. Maybe you can only, only destroy bad ideas with better ideas, good ideas, more measured ideas. But you kill a dozen Marines who are just trying to evacuate uh, uh, their, the people that are under their care, bad things are coming your way. And I would be, if I was over there, I'd be one of those bad things. And every Marine I know right now, their hackles are up. They're pissed that this thing was, was, was botched. If it could ever go well, they're angry about it. And um, and they're out for blood. They're frustrated that we've had to be there all this time. And they don't want to be there anymore. Um, they don't want to be fighting for people who aren't always thankful and appreciative of, of the things that they do, their efforts. And they don't think that it's worth losing life and limb to be stationed over there anymore. I don't fucking blame them. You know? But remember what I said, though, about uh, something that would be uh, a distract from the other problems that we have, the pandemic and the, um, <clears throat> you know, the bring troops home from Afghanistan, leaving there, the economy, all these other things, the back to, you know, the end of the summer, the just all the shit that's been going on. We are chomping at the bit to find something to put our sights on. We'd love to put somebody in the crosshairs. So, here's the problem, though, for the president and anybody in charge of the fighting forces over there. Uh, read something, just a little paraphrase of Biden's message uh, about this uh, suicide bombing, is that we're going to use strategic, uh, you know, very targeted... Uh, retaliation, and we will choose the time, and we will choose the place, and we will never forget, and um, say it's going to be very specific, something like it's going to be very specific, okay, kind of like Bin Laden was was specific, he was symbolic, Um, you know, but how many other people are out there? arguably worse than somebody like Bin Laden, you know. How many other Bin Ladens roam around out there would love to take his place? So, I know that that's like hero of the day sort of shit where you're going to bring the villains to justice, but no longer is it Black Bart, you know, stealing horses uh, from the corral or, you know, some band of... Yeah, they were showing the in the uh, Western movies that there are like, I don't know, a dozen guys that ride together and they're renegades and they're, they're going to, you know, live in life on the edge and they're going to take whatever they want and come around, push people around in the bar and, 
you know, part of like a gang, the cowboys. Oh, here come the cowboys. Well, the cowboys, <clears throat> let's say there's a, I don't know, let's say there's 50 cowboys. That's one thing. I mean, these fucking people you have over there, there are countless folks that just, they want us to fuck out of there. They're probably pissed at their, um, at whoever the fucking suicide bombers were, ISIS, or is the ISIS and, and Taliban, are they one and the same, you know, are they people that hide within the Taliban and kind of like, when they feel like the time is right, they're going to strike and call themselves by another name, who are the Taliban, you know, are they bad, are they good, are they, are there good and bad sects of them, or are they more reasonable people, I mean, it's, who knows, who fucking knows, but we've, books have been written about all this shit, you know, these, the graveyard of empires and all that stuff, question is, what happens when the gloves come off? You know, and innocent people, if there is such a thing, in a conflict such as this, conflict such as this, happens when innocent people die and suffer more and you know it's like Jesus Jesus Christ people keep being they, they um, cease being reasonable when the gloves are off you know Mike Tyson said um, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. And that's true, right? I know I've said that before, but that's a great one. Everybody's got his cool, calm, and collected until the bullets start flying. And then it's like, all right, fucking gloves are off, motherfucker. You've killed, you know, uh, you killed Johnny. Now me and the rest of the greasers are going to go fucking. It's it. There's no rules. That's it. You know, we're to the last man we're going to fucking destroy you and it's a it's a shame that human that is part of human nature is that <clears throat> there's a point past which you know just everything goes to shit so I just hope that people can hold it together you know thousands of miles away there's a bunch of people holding on to however many acres of an airport with a bunch of people in and around it trying to maintain its security and fly people out meanwhile you got suicide bombers who's to say that they don't take a fucking RPG and fly it into a plane you know, they don't do something to, um, you know, ride a truck laden with explosives right through that gate. Who's to say they don't do that or can't do that or, you know, somebody doesn't get on that plane who, uh, 
shouldn't be on the plane and takes a plane hostage or something like that. Who the fuck knows? Your wildest imagination runs wild. That sentence sucked. <clears throat> so all this shit could happen. And it's crazy days. It just gets keeps getting worse and worse. And I'm sure that it could always get worse. But we don't need any mass casualty events. We don't need any, any of this shit. I'm just hoping everybody can hold it together, you know. I'm telling people, you know, be peaceful, be thoughtful, be loving, you know, choose the hard way, which ironically is to be love, loving and understanding. That's written in all these fucking books, you know, right? Love thy neighbor, all that stuff. hard for us to stick to. It sure does seem. Beautiful sunset. Oh, just my thoughts for today, my friends. trying to keep it real, you know? Try to get another podcast in tomorrow. Fridays are usually decent days when everybody's just so tired. So tired of arguing and fighting and struggling that they're like, okay, I made it. Let's get some takeout, guys. (laughs) It's kind of like... yeah, they'd say like in the Revolutionary War or this even World War One, I, I think they would they would often they would stop fighting at nightfall, and then you know the following morning they would go out and do horrible things to each other. And they would they would give everybody an opportunity to fucking sleep and you know stitch up the wounded and bury the dead and do all this shit, and then they'd go do the same thing again the next day. So ridiculous, so dumb, so lame, such a small idea. Stinging is a, is a small idea, my friends. Seriously, on the anatomy and physiology of a bumblebee or a, uh, a honeybee. My good friend Henry. Stinger does indeed get lodged in the prey. So if you get stung, and it's a honeybee, or probably other kinds of bees, their stinger is barbed. And then they get fucking 
they try to tear off or you brush them off and their entire abdomen, their, their asshole falls out, attached to the stinger and their guts are, are out and they just die a horrible death. So let's not fucking do that, right? It's dumb.